I'm Sonia Rita, and welcome to this special episode of Running on Optimism, the show for amateur runners drawing inspiration from something or someone in their lives. Today, I'm excited to celebrate my birthday with you. Yes, today is my 38th birthday, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to share a little bit more about me and why I began running just five and a half years ago when I was 32. So the name of the show is Running on Optimism, and that's because I lead my life with a certain level of optimism, and that doesn't mean I don't have my bad days, it doesn't mean I don't have my sad days, because trust me, I do. In fact, I was having a hard time sitting down to record this episode and kept putting it off because I've been having a couple of bad days, just, you know, things get you down, and sometimes the challenges try to get you down, But the way I make it through is not with positivity, but with optimism, not a blind outlook that everything's going to be okay, but rather knowing that I will face adversity and challenges and that I am capable, capable and I have within me the ability to rise to each challenge that faces me, even if I am scarred and wounded somewhere along the way, I will make it through. So that is what running on optimism means to me. The running part started with a couch to 5k plan that five and a half years ago about um, maybe even more than that. Actually, probably about six years ago, if I really think about it, it was in about March of 2015. And I, um, I feel like A couch to 5k is pretty much one of the ultimate signs of optimism for someone who never ran other than a warm-up on the treadmill in her life. But the plan was easy enough when I saw it, as it started with something like a 20-second run followed by a 40-second walk and repeat for 30 minutes and then increasing the intervals over the course of several weeks until you were able to run the full 30 minutes, almost a 5k depending on your pace. Sometimes the hardest part of that training was actually stopping after those few seconds of running, to be honest, but that was part of the discipline of running that I was starting to learn. The why part is actually that part of running began in 2014 when my daughter Izzy, who is now seven, was diagnosed at 12 months old with a spinal cord tumor. We had no idea what life was going to look like after that. Um... I was, Izzy was one, I was 31 years old, Marco was 33 years old, she's our first kiddo. Um, We had no idea what life was supposed to be like. All we knew was that typically we would see her walking and crawling and doing all of those things for the next year or so until she grew up and all those wonderful things, but that was not in the cards for us. But through all that, I drew optimism from her prognosis because when she, once we got the, um, the report by, back from the biopsy, we found that it was a low-grade tumor, so it was not growing rapidly and it would not metastasize, so we would not find that tumor elsewhere in her body. Um, and I took that as good news. I think that's all you can do. So it was a little optimism and maybe a little bit of willful blindness, but I decided I wanted to do something for those parents and uh, those children whose diagnosis was less hopeful. I stumbled upon Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation, entered Izzy's name and information into their heroes page. I was super proud of her and super proud of my little 
baby, 12, 13 months old, going through what she had just gone through and smiling every day through the steroids, through the pain, through the lack of sleep, she would always find a way to just want to play and snuggle. And that inspired me and it kept me hopeful. So I put her, I put in her information on that heroes page and I kept searching for events. Now I had walked for Autism Speaks a couple of times before that. Um, And um, I'd seen people running 5Ks for Autism Speaks. And I was like, well, that'd be really cool if I could do that someday. So when I saw that Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation had a 5K, it was not even a question in my mind to sign up for this. (laughs) Not having ever run before, I actually, looking back, think, wow, that's really brave of you to sign up for a 5K, never having ever run a day in your life. Now, I played lacrosse and field hockey in high school. And by played, I mean I sat on the bench while everybody else played. And occasionally I'd get a couple of minutes of play time, but that was about it. So I assembled a team for Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. I had no idea what it was going to grow into. I named the team Izzy's Infantry, and I just put it out there and uh, did a fundraiser. I put the information out there, and we ended up getting about 40 people to join the team that year, and we raised more than $12,000. And I think the day of that race, which was in November of 2015, was the day I fell in love with the running community and races. Now, I'm very careful when I say that because full disclosure, sometimes I don't love running. So I don't ever want to say that that's the day I fell in love with running because it doesn't feel genuine. But what I really, truly love is the running community and how you can get out and support a cause and do something healthy and good for you and get those endorphins going and all for an even greater purpose. I finished the 5K, I think, in 36 minutes or 34. I can't remember. Um, It doesn't really matter. I didn't run the whole thing, and that also didn't really matter to me either. I just was so proud of myself, and we, we got the medal at the end of the race. It was my very, very first race medal. I remember we all um, were wearing our Izzy's Infantry shirts, at the end of the race after, so it's a 5K run and a 5K walk. So we had a contingency of Izzy's infantry that did the running portion and a big group of folks who also, who then were just doing the walking part. And I remember we ran and then we walked backwards on the course to meet those who were, who, uh, who were walking and my parents and Marco's parents who had Izzy so that we could all cross the finish line together. And Izzy had just gotten a walker. So as I'm sitting here, I'm debating how much detail to share. Um, Because it is running on optimism. And that's the point, right? We're running on optimism. But I feel like Izzy's story and what she's gone through has so shaped me and shaped what optimism and a positive outlook mean to me that there's um there's not a hard line of her story versus my story because her story is part of my motherhood journey and motherhood is such a big part of who I am well anyway so 
when we were at that 5K, uh, Izzy had just started learning how to navigate her walker. But in the end, she ended up crossing the finish line, like the, the pad. She ended up crossing the, the, the chip, the, the timing pad, holding Marco's hands and everybody around us. I mean, not even, not just our group, but everybody at the race gathered around. And when they realized her name was Izzy, they started chanting, Izzy, Izzy, Izzy. And that's what the running community does. That has just been such a tremendous part of my healing over the last um, five years, five and a half years. And now Izzy continues to um, go through a lot. She does have a lot of physical deficits that she battles through. And she also um, has neuropathy from probably from the, from the chemotherapy. So neuropathy is uh, nerve pain and nerve weakness in your extremities. Um, and she gets these other like spasms and other nerve pains that she deals with constantly and especially in the morning they'll fire very quickly like every 30 seconds maybe she'll have another spasm and then she goes about her day this is where I say that her journey and mine the line kind of gets blurred because as a mother I want to show her strength to fight through all of these things that she goes through and she inspires me to be strong. And the stronger I get, I'm hoping that the stronger I can help her get. Um, so that's where that line kind of gets muddy. So like Marco said a few episodes ago, uh, how much Izzy inspires him and in his running and inspires him to push through any kind of pain. Um, although my journey has not been as straightforward as his he just has that natural athleticism um, behind him that I just don't she does help me push through the pain I have struggled quite a bit with injury um, some hip issues uh, mostly this IT um, issue on my left leg that has come back often um, partially related I would think to scoliosis that I didn't even realize I had for the longest time but I think of Izzy and her joy of living every time I'm out there. She is just a joy. And running helps me feel even more of that kind of joy. And I push through it. So I've run these 5Ks. And then in October of 2018, I ran my first 10K. Uh, was kind of a preliminary to ultimately what I wanted to do was run a half marathon. So I signed up for the New Jersey half. My training went well overall until I got to about an 11 mile run when my IT pain and my left leg really started kind of showing up. I hadn't had any issues before that. I had plenty of time, so what I decided to do was to take some time off, right? Get get the rest you need. And then before the actual race, I would run just some short runs that week. I was ready for that race that day. I was excited and nervous all at the same time. Marco and I ran with a couple of our friends. I think we were probably all feeling the same way. But the one thing that I did know was I was going to finish that race. 
I was going to finish 13.1 miles regardless of how it was going to get done. And I'm glad I went into it with that mentality. Now thinking back, so I went out a little hot, too fast um, for my pace, for what I was comfortable with. I think the excitement and just waving at everybody while I'm running <laughs> probably threw me off a little bit. Uh, so I had that IT pain in my left leg. By mile three, it was barking. And I, and I didn't really think much of it. I just, I wasn't going to worry about it. I was, it was race day. I will figure it out. And everything was fine until mile nine. When lo and behold, I started developing IT pain in my right leg so badly that the pain just shot up my leg, my knees buckled, and I had to just stop. So a police officer saw me stretching and saw me in pain and asked, ma'am, do you need assistance? Now, anybody who's run a race knows that when somebody asks them if they need assistance, it actually means, do you need to leave the race? And the answer to that for me that day was, oh, hell no. <laughs> so I said, no, thank you. I'm okay. And I winced and made my way along the, the, the course. And I ran for about a quarter mile. The pain came back. I stopped. I stretched. Again, I was asked if I needed help. No, thank you. I'm good. And somehow, like quarter mile after quarter mile, maybe at times even less than that, you know, running, walking, and something in between all that, I made it those last 4.1 miles. And I finished my first half marathon, and actually my only half marathon, um, my only official half marathon, in 2 hours and 24 minutes. Now, my goal for that race was to finish in 2.30. So to finish in 2.24 with all that pain, how could I not be proud of myself? And that's the thing about running. You can surprise yourself. I think part of it is having an open mind toward not necessarily failing, but not doing what you thought you would do and having that be an opportunity for growth, learning, and doing better next time. And that's how I try to live my life. I've dealt with anxiety and depression for as long as I can remember, probably since I was about 13, going through puberty. And like anyone else, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I am proud to constantly grow and learn do better and be better. And running kind of transcends that concept. You go out there, you run, you do what you can. When things don't go as well as you thought, you take that, you grow, you learn, you practice, you do better. When things go better than you thought, you think about what did I do right? And it's an opportunity to never beat yourself up, especially as an amateur runner. I know I'm not going to win a race. The race and the competition is against myself. So I'm always going to celebrate my big and my small wins and work through my air quotes losses because it's never a loss. I love one of my favorite quotes is the only run you'll regret is the one that you didn't do. And it's so true. I have never regretted a run. I often run when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling upset. And I've learned that 
it's not always going to work. However, even if it didn't work to cheer me up or to take me out of the blues, that happens a lot, especially now with, with uh, COVID and quarantine and all of this, is that it's not a cure-all, but I never, ever, ever regret a run. So for instance, the other day I decided I wanted to do a sort of systems check. I've been running um, in our basement. I set up a little workout area with a treadmill that a friend gave us that I love having. It's such a wonderful resource to running to have and I feel so incredibly blessed and thankful to have a treadmill in my house. How incredible is that? So I've been running on the treadmill because I do have this nagging knee pain and I thought that run, oh, whoops, <laughs> knocking stuff over here. I thought that running on a treadmill would help me um, work through the injury and kind of work on a few um, cadence issues and gait issues and really think about how I'm stepping. But I didn't realize that it was taking a toll on me emotionally and mentally. My full-time job is to be Izzy's caretaker. And when you have a child with different needs who is medically complex, it entails a lot of patience. And that patience comes from a lot of love and admiration for my little girl but sometimes it can be overwhelming. Now, before COVID, I would volunteer at the school's library. I am Girl Scout troop leader. I am involved in a lot of different things, homeroom parent, so I get to enjoy the good stuff. But now I don't get to do all those fun things. I run her to her appointments and her different activities when I, where I can't even sit inside and observe. And I used to have monthly lunches with two of my girlfriends that I always really enjoyed. Their conversation was always just so fantastic. And I haven't been able to do that. Where Izzy has her activities and Marco has work, I have running and now I have this podcast but I didn't realize how much I was missing outdoor running. So I went out for this run. It was just a mile, systems check. It was like, hey, legs, can we run on pavement? Lungs, can we be outside? Body, can we do this? I'd never run in the snow before. I actually always avoided it. It wasn't snowing, but in case you don't know, here in New Jersey, we basically have about 30 inches of snow on the ground, just like frozen. It's been quite the winter, but I really enjoyed being out there in the snow and the cold. Now back to racing, which I truly miss. I had signed up, so I did the New Jersey Half Marathon. So of course, the next thing, even though I said no way, no how, a full marathon's just not for me. But it turned into one of those why not kind of things. Why not go for the 26.2? What's the worst that can happen? I want that sense of accomplishment for myself. I want to look back and say, hey, you really pushed through that. Now, I know I pushed through that half marathon, and I'm super proud of that accomplishment because I really did. Those last four miles were brutal. But then it's kind of like, well, if I could do that, then let me take it to the next level. And so I signed up for the New Jersey full marathon that was supposed to take place in April of 2020. But like all things in 2020, COVID ruined it. They thought 
they would be able to do it in November, and obviously that didn't happen. So now we're looking at the New Jersey Marathon for October 17th of this year, 2021. And before everything shut down, I was doing my long runs with Marco, which was incredibly helpful. I didn't realize how much I really enjoyed running with someone. And what was really fun for me also was seeing my own improvement. I could never run and talk. And running with Marco, we were chatting, and it was such a great opportunity for us to be together. Izzy would go to school, and Marco and I would run together. And it's fun because he needs to slow down sometimes, and he helps me speed up. So we're both working on each other's speed in a different way. So before everything shut down, my longest run was a 15-miler, 15 and a half, and I was feeling really, really hopeful. And now I'm still, I'm battling this pain, but I am hopeful. I thought that maybe I would be able to do a virtual run, let's say in like April or May, and then do, and then do the actual marathon. But I don't know if that's in the cards and that's fine. I just want to do this marathon. I'm really excited and I'm looking forward to that finish line. I'm looking forward to saying I'm a marathoner and not for anyone else, but for me. And you know what? For Izzy, I want her to see me push and to see me struggle. And she's seen it a whole bunch. I'm not going to give up. So now back to racing. Because talking about races are fun, especially because it kind of feels or looks like the light at the end of this tunnel is that there are some live races popping up. I am participating in the Reading Road Race in Reading, Connecticut. It's a seven-mile run. And the person who puts these races together, we had done a turkey trot for uh, the same organization back in 2019. They do an amazing race. They put a, an awesome race together, and the, and the guy is so great. He actually sent me an email wishing me a happy birthday. So I'm really excited to run this race on May 2nd. It's not a 5K and it's not a half marathon. I think it's actually a really, really fun distance. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm not going to lie, I'm looking forward to the medal at the end of the race because it's been a while since I've gotten an in-person race medal. I've done two virtual races. So back in... In March, late March, maybe early April, a few people here in town participated in the Great Toilet Paper Chase virtual run. And it was so funny. The medal was hilarious. It was a, like, um, a roll of toilet paper on legs because if you recall, at the beginning of this whole thing, shutdown and all of that, there was a serious, serious toilet paper shortage. Thank God that has passed. <laughs> so that was a fun one. Then I did this other race for Latinos run for Hispanic Heritage Month and got the most beautiful medal with on one side it has a map of Latin America and then on the other side it has all of the Latin American flags it's a it's a beautiful medal I really really proudly display that one so here I am celebrating my 38th birthday and like to think that I am like fine wine better with age unless it's like a post run then I'm probably more like that aged cheese that smells a little bit and no birthday 
celebration is complete without my favorite people, my Izzy <laughs> and Marco. Hi, Mommy. Happy birthday. Thank you, sweetie pie. Happy birthday, sweetheart. You guys always work hard to make everything so special for me, and I appreciate you guys <laughs> so much. So what do you think of Mommy's running? Well, sometimes I feel like, first of all, I feel like sometimes you go out for a run, and I just want to snuggle you. <laughs> what about when I get back? We can snuggle when I get back from my runs. No! <laughs> Why not? Because you're sweaty and stinky. <laughs> oh, but I'm still lovable. No? Yeah, just, just no hugs. No or hugs. Kisses. No hugs or kisses. Okay, so not so no actually, cuddles. Not actually snuggling. Yeah, not not until you shower. Okay. So what about you? You gonna run? You gonna yeah. run races? Yeah. I wanna run the Boston Marathon with Daddy when I grow up. Yeah. I'll run it with you. Okay. Mhm. Mm That's an awesome goal, my love. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for always supporting me. Um, and all that I do. Thank you for supporting my running. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And I know that I spend a lot of time editing. <laughs> and I know that I've spent a lot of time recording this episode. And I appreciate your patience and, and your love for me. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Mom. Happy love birthday. You. We love you. Love you, too. Happy birthday. So, Happy birthday. So Everybody listening enjoyed this episode of Running on Optimism, this special birthday episode, an opportunity for me to share a little bit of me with you. And I look forward to more conversations. And as always, please, if you like what you hear, let me know. Want to hear something else? Also let me know. I want this to be a community where we can kind of encourage each other and talk about running and life and the ups and downs that come with both. So looking forward to more conversations. Until next time. Bye.